You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on WMNF Tampa 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live here on your airwaves every Friday at 2 p.m. Today is very special uh, because we have a co-host in studio today. I actually get to give over a little bit of my ego to a very talented individual here <laughs> who's uh, a been a regular on the station now for a while on Waves of the Bay on Saturday nights, 10 to 12, right? 10 to 12. That's right. Yeah. DJ Spaceship is in the house today. How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. How about yourself? I couldn't be happier to have you on, man. I, I love listening to your guys' show just because of the the back and forth that you and Tone have. Yeah. You know, the, the rapport that you guys have developed and the way that you guys not only uh, showcase uh, local music, but yes. the way that you guys really like get into the nitty gritty of, of what comes in. Uh, what what goes into like making that music and the artists behind it? So like it's awesome. If you guys have a chance, if you're turning on the radio at 10 o'clock on a Friday on a Saturday night, definitely you want to tune in to Waves of the Bay. Now, not only that, obviously this show is called Live Music Showcase, and because of that, we have the band The Dog Apollo. How you guys doing? Doing good. They're good. good. I love it. They have a show tonight at Hooch and Hive. Oh yeah. We love that spot. That's such a cool spot. Have you guys played there yet before? Uh, I've actually never been. Have you ever been there? We, we've never been. No, we were scheduled to go before COVID, and then COVID happened. Oh, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the way it goes. So when you get there, there's a giant ball pit. In, no, I'm just kidding. There's no joke. No <laughs> so they have a show tonight at Hooch and Hive. Broken Mold Entertainment is the one uh, organizing that event. Yeah. Uh, you guys have any? Who's playing with you guys for that show? Um, it's ourselves, a band called Chances. I think they're out of Tampa, and another band out of Tampa uh, called Drain Outs. The Drain Outs. They're both killer. I think it's a really good. Uh, really good lineup i think it's yeah. gonna be love that those lineup. guys we've been trying to get those guys on the show for a while now They're they awesome. were they were playing uh they played at the uh the gasparilla music fest that happened over there in the fall and uh looks like i wonder if they're going to be playing this year i don't remember but either way uh definitely you're going to want to give those guys a uh, a look so for more information you can find them the dog apollo on instagram uh yeah instagram facebook youtube uh twitter twitter what else yeah uh, we have a TikTok too. TikTok, yeah. perfect. If you like funny videos or geeky videos, that's that's what we do on there. Funny geeky, that's my personal demographic that I tend <laughs> to gravitate towards. Ours yeah. are mostly geeky, so. Yeah. Perfect, excellent. Well, I'd love to hear a song from you guys. Cool. All right, this is uh, called Heartbeat.
Some noise for that, man. You can't make noise for yourself. Make some noise for that, man. Love it. I seen that the conviction. That felt good. Yeah, I seen the conviction and, I was and nervous. The, the emotion. Like I was like, you, I be tuned in. Ken, you got some competition, man. Some steep competition. Listen, on, I don't even want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Listen, man, I really appreciate that. Like, <laughs> thank what, you. Man. What's what? What was the Ooh, the motivation good. behind that song? Like, I, I'm. I'm just, uh, I think. Uh, well, I always try to. Uh, I think a lot of my words are very uh, feeling based. Gotcha. And feelings aren't always like cut and dry it's not like uh, like the folk singer where he's telling a direct story it's right. more sort of these abstractions that are a result of something i'm feeling at the moment so um so yeah sorry my guitar is ringing right now um but yeah no i guess it was a, a result of that and just uh feeling love um uh, yeah in general and then that kind of thing so yeah. um feeling somebody's heartbeat being close in that way i, I definitely like that man like I, it pulled me in it took me to a place you know me you know i dj and when you know I'm, I'm on, on the ones and twos you know i just kind of go to that place of just calm still and get in the room and the atmosphere everybody you know pulled in but like you yeah, you drew me in man like i'm, I'm a fan Thanks. just off of one song already i was feeling it man it can i good. can i have your autograph oh no man we want your autograph after this both <laughs> nah, man don't worry about that that was, right that was the song that i listened to anytime we have a new band on the show the first thing we do is you know we listen to you the gotta music, listen right you gotta listen and uh I, I got about 30 seconds into that song and i was like yep that's it that'll work <laughs> yep okay these guys are solid i like the depeche mode feel you know the the little touches of 80s and stuff like that yeah man you're very kind thank you yeah. and so you guys will be playing at the hooch and hive right yes so it's huge and hive so how long is your set that you guys will be playing now um what it'll be 35 yeah what do you think? maybe 40 yeah. 35 40 yeah, make yeah. There you yeah, go. I need to ask you talking to Mike. So, yeah, gotta speak into the microphone. 30, yeah, it's all right, man. 30, it's okay. Minutes. It's all good. Yeah, man. And you guys will be playing that song there as well. Yes. Yes, we might be opening with it. Possibly. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And now, is that what project is that from? Because I, w- I would really like to find out what project that's on to hear more of what you guys uh you know have going with that. We put out a, a couple different uh, songs over 2020, and it's it's a part of that. It's part of a EP we call Isadora. Gotcha. Um, you can find it on Spotify, Bandcamp, everywhere you can stream music. Gotcha. We got live versions of it on YouTube, all that. Now, a question that I want to throw out to the two of y'all, and even yourself, Ken. Um, yeah. You know, the pandemic happened. You know, we're all entertainers. We're in the entertainment industry, and it, it affects us all differently. But how are you? How how are you brothers doing mentally? Like, how's your mental during this whole pandemic? You know, coming out, finally being able to say how are you doing and see people other than the four walls that you've uh, been looking at the past, you know, umpteen months. Feels awesome to be able to get out and tour again. Yeah has been probably the biggest lift. I mean, I think we're both fairly introverted individuals, so we spent a lot of time alone anyway, just yeah. in our rooms so writing. So it was nothing new to you guys. Being weirdos. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, somehow it was actually a, a return to self. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think more people are probably now like how we were our entire lives, just right. more introverted and weird. Um, but, um, but, yeah, no, it's been good to get out. The biggest thing, I think, for me, I think Joel, too, is just being able to get out and actually play live, yeah. which we love doing. You know, So it was kind of like just 
heartbreaking not to yeah. be able to do that for a few years. Yeah, like for me myself, you know, I'm I'm not introvert. You know, I'm out with the people. I like yeah. to hey, how you doing? I like long walks on the beach and stuff like that. For <laughs> me, it, yeah, it, it made me sit still and spend more time with self and family to learn more about myself and uh, you know more creative type stuff and be, take time to listen to other artists and other DJs and creatives out there doing that thing. What about yourself, Ken? You know, it was it was such a cool opportunity to just kind of reevaluate what I wanted to be doing and, and what I thought I wanted to be doing, which as it turned out was such a, there was a disconnect between those two things. And I think that, you know, I keep calling it like the great catalyst for musicians mm-hmm. because either they were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Or they went, you know what? I've never wanted to do anything more in my life and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write every song that pours out of me and I'm going to perfect my craft i'm going to learn how to market my my music because it doesn't matter how pretty and shiny a diamond is if no one knows where to dig for it right and at the end of the day all you can do is follow your heart that way yeah so that's all you can do yeah another thing that i learned too is you know it's like advertising you know like yeah this day and age in the 90s you know we didn't have the internet and then it came yeah. along you had the other uh, cds i don't want to tell my age or put my age out there but you had the little aol cds mm-hmm. uh, if you had something that had minutes on you use it you mm-hmm. use it and then as time went on now you everybody has an iphone some kind of smart device um you know instagram and facebook the social media platforms i learned the importance of advertising myself using the reels and the, you know algorithms and stuff like that and watching other people you know interviews and listening to different shows and stuff like that to help refresh and reset myself and you know that's that's something that kind of helped my mental and you know just like you know iron sharpens iron type stuff yeah yeah you know I, that's a great point and i'd love to dive into like i i've been kind of paying attention to the way you guys tend to uh like advertise yourselves and how there's like you said like the nerd funny kind of thing mm-hmm. uh but i'd love to hear another song before we talk about that yeah we'd love to yeah. play another song before we talk about that i like the the, the energy happens. mirroring oh, yeah. thank you i appreciate <laughs> that we love you ken <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, i'm gonna try to keep this i'm gonna turn on compressor so hopefully that's uh not too much noise all right there we go and this is called uh, i think we're doing lost right joel lost. all right let's hit it
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. I'm Ken Apperson. You know, there's a number of ways that you can uh, consume this show, really. You can consume it with your ears. You can consume it with your eyes. You can listen to us on the radio, 88.5 FM. You can also listen to us live, this show and every other show at WMNF.org. You can also listen to this show and every other show in podcast form, distributed everywhere that you get podcasts you can find this show at live music showcase wherever you get podcasts just search live music showcase you can also watch the show live as it's happening in our live stream on our facebook page wmnf's live music showcase on facebook just search us follow us get that little notification every time we go live and get to see all of the things that are happening behind the scenes as well as all of the things that you can't see when you're just listening to it on the radio. So we talked we talked a little bit before uh, that last song, and, and by the way, I love that. Uh, you're just continuing that whole like 80s meets modern yeah. you know, rock band vibe, and I love that. Uh, so as far as like the marketing thing, I think that that's something, maybe I touch on it too much, I don't know, frankly, I think that it's something that musicians often forget to learn how to do effectively. You know, we spend so much time learning our chords and learning our progressions and learning our paradiddles. And then we go, okay, that's all I need to learn. I don't need to do anything else. I'll make the music. I'll put it out there and people will love it or they won't, which is not how it works, at least not anymore. If it ever worked that way, it certainly doesn't work that way now. Now, because of all of the different ways that people can consume media, it's just as important to learn almost the way you learn an instrument, how to learn to be effective in your marketing. So at what point for you guys did you sit down and go, we got to get good at this? Was there a moment or did you just kind of naturally already know that that needed to happen? Quarantine for sure, Rigel. Uh I think we dialed it in during quarantine. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm a graphic designer, so I work in marketing all day, every day. Um, so that helps a little bit. You know, we kind of have a clear cut vision as far as kind of, I think, pinpointing a sound like that darker 80s kind of vibe. Yeah. We've really kind of leaned into that more of the post punk kind of thing. And uh, maybe a little bit of the goth scene too. We kind of have bit. some of those vibes, and so that. yeah, we've, you know, uh, we've definitely set, set, uh, spent some time trying to figure out, uh, you know, what genres we kind of like revolve around since we don't fit in exactly one. Yeah, absolutely, and it, and I hear that because, for one thing, it takes a lot of courage as a band to sit down and go, "This is what we're going to sound like." Yeah. Now maybe you you went through it a wasn't lot of, conscious, I promise, right. At all, there's a lot no. of trial and error that comes into that. It's you know? just writing, yeah. It's just writing. I never thought what we would sound like. And then people said we sound like Joy Division. I didn't know who that was. Right. I don't know who any of these bands are. I don't even listen to that music. I'm more of a Beach Boys fan than anything. Mark is clapping his hands inside the control booth. Mark Perfetti like, in there, sound mixer Mark. Uh, so when it comes, okay, so all right. So you guys, you really, w- there wasn't a single moment as far as like developing your sound, but there must have been a moment where you were like, okay, we have enough songs that sound like this. This is probably just the direction we need to go. Is that right? 
Yeah, kind of. I think when we finished writing the four songs we put out during 2020, that was kind of like carving out a whole new direction for us. Yeah. Uh, that was really the first like stint where Chris and I wrote solely together. Too. Gotcha. And that's really like, you know, the band has been different things uh, in its, you know, time of existence. And I would say like, you know, this is kind of the direction where we kind of felt the band should be going the whole time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, yeah. So that would, if there was a moment, it was probably when we completed writing those songs and we're listening back, we're like, okay, this is dark and it's got, you know, those genre vibes that we were kind of talking about. And so, yeah, I guess if I, we had to put a finger on a moment, that would be it. I love that. That's yeah. so cool. So on Waves of the Bay, uh, yep. DJ Spaceship, who this is, by the way, DJ Spaceship is uh, is one of the DJs on Waves of the Bay every Saturday, 10 to 12 p.m., 10 to 12 a.m., 10 yeah. p.m. to 12 a.m. Um, do you see that a lot with the the artists that you guys showcase on, on your show as far as like being good at the whole marketing element of it or do you have to like really dig for the music that you really like um some artists well i'm i'm kind of different when i look for something like when i find something an artist you know a band or a group that i really like like i approach them i do my research i like kind of be a creep and I, I you know do my research in the background um but some artists you know you have to kind of dig and do, you know reach and look a little little different ways and different tactics and stuff so i like to call myself 007 dj spaceship 007 nice um but it's always refreshing when you have an artist that has it just like bow right there like you go to the store you buy the shirt it has both sleeves the front and the back and the design is on it it's not like ikea where i have to yeah. put it together <laughs> yeah so and and you can that's, i like that that's yeah, good and you analogy. can you can attest to that too like yeah. you know when you, something that's already like a together project you see what i'm saying like rooms mm -hmm. to go man or Listen, ashley home store it's awesome right well just got to get it delivered on time you know <laughs> as long as it's delivered on time and that's put together i, I love it man it's just like gold yeah, and I think you guys seem like you've got that figured out, or at least you're on the pathway to really yeah, locking it down. We're on the path. I, I yeah. think whatever you manifest kind of develops over time, yes. and the more you do that, it, you you look at it, and you're able to see it objectively as time goes on, and you take bits of it, and that's how yep. you develop, and that's what development is. And I think uh, we're finally at a point, at least for me, I've uh, you know in in my writing where it's like, okay, I, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses, and 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 that kind of helps act as sort of a uh, kind of guidepost as as to which direction to take. What you know, you just kind of follow yourself. And, and that inner compass, I guess, gotcha. musical thing. Yeah, it's like you 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 look for what feels right. Yeah, absolutely. You follow that. Yeah, and, you, and then yeah. along the way, you install some rivets that help you maintain that structure, so Bam. to speak. So it's organic and it's authentic. Yeah. yeah. But it's also professional and it's also packaged yeah. in a way that the the public can receive it yeah and it's also realizing like what you suck at is just as <laughs> yes. important honestly it's just important, important as knowing like you're what you're good at because like okay i can't do this but maybe i'm my voice lends itself to this approach yeah so you lean into those things it's the same with anything which what joel does or what i'm doing on guitar any of that you know so, yeah. yeah so you guys are doing a bit of a tour accurate uh, sort of, kind of. Yeah, it's you know. Uh, I, I <laughs> we like to think of it as a tour. Yeah, the, this is we work full time, and so like sure. you know, music is our second job, and it's our passion project. So yes. we're nine to five, and then you know, if we can get PTO on a Friday, then yeah. we're Friday through Sunday music. PTO, PTO Fridays, I love it. There it is, I love that. So I, I'd love to talk about how different it is to wear those two different hats. Because it's a lot of people have to do that. A yeah. lot of musicians yeah. that are doing what you guys are doing are also, you know, paying their bills. I mean, everybody has to. So I'd love to talk, hear about that. But let's let's go into your next song before yeah. we dive into that. This is that's I, a whole subject on its own. Oh yeah, this is I think the oldest song. I, I think I wrote this song in like 2012. When I was like a freshman in college. This will be fun. It's had many iterations. Many iterations. <laughs> I love it.
Live music showcase here on eighty-eight point five. Man, listen, I, just sit back watching you guys remind me, me and my partner Tone, man. Like y'all, it's like Scotty and, and Jordan. Like you, you, the communication or Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, wow. like they they move without the ball. Time and, for his. Yeah, without without communication, like the true the true happiness in life is freedom. 
um, you know, as, as stated before we went into the, the nice song that you guys just played, um, we all have to, you know, most some of us musicians have nine to fives and stuff like that. Other than Grammy, you know, aspirations and, you know, to get those awards and playing on those big shows, the O2 arenas and stuff. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, being full-time musicians is is on the top of your list. Yeah, uh, for us, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely a dream. I mean, yeah, again, we both work, you know, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, like, day jobs. Right. Um, we uh, both do things we love, too, so it's kind of like, you know, if this is all it ever is, we're still, this is Nirvana, I think. You yeah. Know? But it, it, if it could get to a point where, yeah, music took over, awesome. But, yeah. you know, we'll be we'll be what is now considered the working class musicians and probably until we die. Yeah. When you do it as long as we have, you realize those delusions of grandeur you had yeah. are all just a bunch of baloney. And then, a better term. and then even, you know, like with the, the social media era, you know, you can, it's like you can perform from anywhere. So, yeah. you know, it's not like you're in just one space, you know, like myself, you know, catch a lunch break, it's either make a mix or, you know, go ahead and just, you know, eat some food or just take oh, a yeah. little, you know, shorter break. What do you, how do you guys manage your, your balance between work life and music life? God, do we even manage it? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's the thing where like. I do my job and I, it's always kind of, you know, something I'm ruminating back there, even if I'm consciously, you know, right. like I'm there present at work and I'm, I'm knocking out projects, but you know, like there's always like a, something will inspire, you know, this, cause this is really, you know, this is our passion. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I guess as far as the balance goes, you know, uh, we're, we're there, you know, to, to do our jobs during the day and then, you know, we kind of put on the, I guess the, the bat signal goes up at night and we right. go out and we do the music. Thing. Right. Yeah, well, it's cool, too, because you got, like, GarageBand voice memos. So, I mean, if something, my that part of my brain is kind of always weird and just kind of Kind of the, receptive. A, a, a Dory moment. Right, I, I guess so, yeah, yeah. Kind of. So, it's like if, if I if something comes to me, even at work, I mean, I can always just put it on my phone, sing it, and I can have it for later. And it's right. just, then I can go work on it that night, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it's 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 made things a lot easier, I think, being the digital age in a lot of ways. It's that way for me as well, because I can hear, like, a different song. Like, once upon a time, and this is a story that I never told, but I'm going to tell it. Oh, I love it. Um... My, one of my favorite places to eat um, off of the Riverwalk is Stone's Throw. Yep. And I was taking a scroll, a scroll down there one day, and you were down there playing. Yeah. Ken, Ken, you were down there playing. Mm -hmm. And this might sound crazy, but you actually turned my eyes open. You you helped me create a mix uh, between Bill Withers, Grandma's Hands. <laughs> yeah, I did and, that. I and uh, uh, No Diggity. This guy uh, loves Black Bill Shot. Withers right here. Yes. And, oh, my God. So it's like every time I hear that song, like I've heard people, you know, play it out in different spots and stuff. And I hear it, and they be like, Grandma. I'm like, Ken. Bill, <laughs> Bill Ken Withers, Bill Ken Withers. Yeah. You know, so that's, I did that in that particular song because that's what I do for a living. That's actually my day job is playing uh, cover music around town, among other things. Yeah. Uh, okay. Of the, of the like five jobs that I have right now, that's the one that actually pays my bills. Uh, and I'm really lucky for that. Like really yeah. lucky. Wow. We live in an area where that is actually possible. Um, Tampa Bay is big for that. I know. Tampa it's, Bay yeah. is very, very big for that. Yeah. It's mineral rich. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, uh, personally when it came to that kind of stuff all, all i ever wanted to do was just kind of point out to people that knew no diggity that the sample from that this song is where it came from originally came from grandma's hands by yeah. bill withers which is where that mm, dun, 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 that's where that comes from so that's all it was but enough about me uh you know i really appreciate you uh pointing that out thank you very much yeah yeah like it's it's it, and it's i've been at parties and gigs and stuff and played that out and it, and they're like wait i didn't know because you know i like the originals and the going to the samples and stuff mm -hmm. like that so you know that's yeah i appreciate you for that man yeah thanks man i appreciate that so uh before we dive into anything else i want to make sure that the listeners know if you're listening right now if you're listening to wmf wmnf right now that means that you probably really like wmf right now 
and have liked WMNF for a while. And you are probably well aware of the pledge drives that we do here at WMNF. We have a pledge drive coming up next week. This show's episode next week is going to be our pledge drive episode. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Don't let that be an excuse to turn off your radio. As a matter of fact, you get content during the pledge drives that you're never going to get anywhere else any other way uh, because the shows often transform into a different version of themselves just to get the message out there that this station and what we do, as clean and crisp as it might sound coming through your radio or coming through your computer right now, that doesn't happen without the support of every single listener that listens to this station. And it's an easy thing. All you have to do is go to WMNF.org and hit the tip jar button. That'll take you to how you can donate and how much you can donate. And there's no limit to how much you can donate. You can donate however much you want. Uh, So feel free to check that out. Matter of fact, go ahead and go to WMNF.org and donate what you can. You don't have to wait until next week. You can do it right now if you want to. And when you do, do us a favor. Direct your donation to Live Music Showcase or... Direct your your donation to Waves of the Bay. Waves of the Bay. One of the two. Yeah. Next week, it's going to be all about live, uh, live music showcase. <laughs> That's the plan. But so, yeah. So do us a favor. Donate what you can, when you can, and stick around with us next week. So, guys, if you're up for it, I would love to hear a little bit more of that super cool indie 80s modern. What do you call it? What do you call the genre that you guys are? Do you have a, a name for it? I'll say alt sometimes, alternative. No. Uh yeah, yep. I guess indie is probably something. Everybody throw everything's indie right now, though. So it's, hey, you know, yeah, we're okay. indie, bro. We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> get on in. Yeah, you've got the tattoos. You've got the Gibson. You've got the the cool drums and the like giant bass drum. I love it. It's awesome. We're realizing what a cliche we are now. It's awful. Ah, see, there's archetypes <laughs> and there's stereotypes. Wow. And the archetypes are the ones that are authentic about the thing that they're doing. And I think that you guys get to Thank fall you. into that category. Yeah, I've so you guys will follow Well that. done. Oh, that's that's Appreciate very that. high praise, Ken. Thank you. I promise you it's genuine, too. I'll say the same thing off mic as I will on mic, too. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to play cool. another one, I think yeah. the audience yeah, would absolutely. love to hear this it. This song has a bad, bad word in it, so I'm going to change it. That's a great minute. idea. Cool. Thanks, Great guys. idea. <laughs> Didn't realize that before. Right.
dusk is an exception found to reach his heaven. My pain's my weapon. Cold and endless. My last orbit. No horizon. My last orbit. Listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We do this thing live every single week, every Friday, 2.05, 2.06 p.m., somewhere around there, depending on how long the news runs, typically. <laughs> but uh, so one thing that I always like to dig into when it comes to bands, when it comes to especially bands that like you guys, you know, you guys wear a couple different hats as far as like your your day jobs and, and what you do here in the perf- like I actually really like how transparent you guys are about that because not every band like wants to even mention that fact you know they they think it's like too 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 much of a look behind the curtain or whatever yeah uh, so one thing that I always look for is wedding rings yeah I saw yours I don't go. see one on your I like hand. to play the field Ken you know what I mean you like to play the field <laughs> okay again I'm enjoying the transparency so I'm really looking forward to seeing what you say to the things that I'm about to ask you real quick so as far as that goes so you're married yep you've been married uh for how long seven years uh are well it'll be eight years this October okay yeah and then you were together for a while before that too about six years before that yeah and how long have you guys been a band um, I've been playing with Chris 2017, 2018. Yeah. 2018, when I think would be like my official it? return. I was in for a brief stint. Uh, and then I trained three drummers in my absence <laughs> and decided to come back and just make it, you know, you know what? I'm going to do time. it myself. Nice. Yeah. That, That's that, fine. that was kind of how it went. <laughs> That's good. I love it. So, okay. So, so you, the marriage has, has existed longer than the band has existed. Essentially. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very jealous, you know, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you get all, he gets all of the love from the wife and leaves very little for you. My lonely, but. okay so when it comes to that i always think it's interesting the way that bands deal with relationships or lack thereof uh in being a band because there's a lot of friction that comes up there's a lot of stigmas that musicians often wear that they have to deal with uh that are not always true 
You're obviously married and faithful. You're mm-hmm. obviously faithful to the game. <laughs> I, uh, I like that. I mean, I like that. So, okay. So as far as that goes, do you guys have any trouble in the home life uh, when it comes to, well, sorry, honey, I'm, uh, I'm not free on Friday night. I got to go play a show. Um, I would say no. I mean, my wife and I are pretty scheduled people and we're trying to get better at that. I, she would be actually be here this weekend, but we both realized that she had work. Uh, yeah. You know, and we were going to make a whole weekend of this, so it'll just be tonight. But, you know, we like Tampa enough and I kind of mapped out where we want to go during the day today. So we'll hit up the spots we want to. Um, but no, it, there's not really too much friction. I think it comes down to sometimes it's like, a as long as we get everything scheduled out beforehand, you know, and you yeah. know, um, my wife's awesome. She's a musician, so she gets it. We met doing music, so she understands the drive and all that. Um, yeah, she's a singer songwriter, Pamela Elaine. If you want to check her out on all the socials, uh, an incredible wife plug. Yep. Smart move. Yeah. Very good. I'll like save you when you get home, yeah. pal. She's, <laughs> she's actually the talented musician in our house. I'm just the guy that makes a lot of noise. Wow. And that's awesome. That. That's, a, that's the combination. Where, where is it exactly that you, that you guys from? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you know there's one out in Texas and a couple of other I think oh, every yeah. state has a Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. It's crazy. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's like when, they, when, you know, growing up as a kid, looking at the map and seeing geography, like, wow, there's a Hollywood, California, and there's a Hollywood, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you guys are up in, you know, from Duval County. So, Duval. Speak, speak of the, the, the music scene, the Green Bridges, the Dane Point Bridge. So, you didn't know I knew that. Speak of the music <laughs> scene, uh, how was the I music scene? That. Really? No, I don't know anything about Jacksonville. Said that these guys are from there. Listen, oh, you're not missing much. <laughs> the seafood is amazing. These guys are from there, so that's amazing. Um, how was the music scene like? How you know? How is it up there? You know, playing playing out spots up there. Yeah, and how is it compared to here? Um, I'm not. I'm gonna hurt Jacksonville's feelings with Uh-oh. this, but <laughs> I've had more fun playing shows in Tampa as a musician than I have in Jacksonville. But Jacksonville has an awesome music community. Yeah. Um, I just I think maybe. There's there's less interest in Jacksonville on original music and more interest on cover bands in gotcha. Jacksonville. And we have some killer cover bands. And we do have some killer original artists. Right. But you can definitely see when you go to a restaurant and it's packed and you go to like an actual club and it's a little more sparse, you kind of know where Jacksonville's... Uh, uh, where their priorities lie. Yeah, yeah. because I remember I used to, uh, the, the landing was a, a hot spot up there. It was, yeah. Get real busy during uh, football season. Yeah. Um, so that was a big spot. I used to see, you know, cover bands and, you know, original bands doing the thing up there, as well as uh, the beaches, mm-hmm. out on uh, Jacksonville beaches and stuff like that. I think that's on the south side or something like that. But, yeah, I'm just have a good time up there, man. Yeah, Jacksonville, it's got its own thing, I guess. I don't know. That's why you're here in it's Tampa. Right. Yeah, we had to get out. <laughs> I know, first time, we're like, you guys could get out of there and play Tampa. You know, it's um, it's pretty cool. And, and yeah, no, we've got definitely got some character in Jacksonville. But going back to the, uh, the wife question, I do have a four-year-old uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. There we go. He's that I have to dad. make sure she's taken go. care of. Right. And, you know, she's like my daughter, so it's like, you know. You got your priorities, so too. So it's a big thing, too, yeah. Perma-daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They never grow up to resent you. Never, or at least I don't think so. Well, so. they don't tell you, at least. <laughs> Delusional brain, yeah. <laughs> now, if, if, if I may, Ken, I'd like to dig into a little bit of history with these guys for a second. I, I always do this with bands. Um, you obviously have the Gibson. What is the name of your guitar? Like, do I have a nickname for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like B.B. King had Lucille. Lucille, yeah. Um... You're putting me on the spot, man. I, honestly, I don't have one for it yet. Really? And it's ironic because this is my newest guitar. I always um, resented Les playing Les Pauls for a long time just because they're so heavy. Right. And our shows are – I like to really kind of move around on stage and that kind of thing. So Chris looks um, manic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it wasn't until my buddy Ben McLeod, who uh, plays in a band called All Them Witches, we 
got to record with him and he got he let me play his les paul on the uh the, the record we just did with him and i was like how is it so light he's like well it's chambered right. so it's actual chamber so it, it re- it's weight relief which is awesome and you don't lose any tone and it's like my number one right now man um, right. but i do need a name for, for it, everybody right? at home that was just a lot of nerdy stuff no this is the thing we're always <laughs> we, trying we to, got it we like to I, <laughs> yeah. personally i i'm hoping that we're speaking to the music nerds out there a yeah. little bit we, we try to reach the general public too but generally every now and then so the thing about that for the listeners who don't know, a chambered guitar just basically means they drilled out a bunch of the wood yeah. to lighten it up and alter the sound just a hair, yeah. but not any way that's going to be noticeable to anybody it's, else. So it's a great You learn guitar. something every day. Yeah. yeah, it's an awesome guitar, man. Yeah, and, and just, you know, watching you guys here, like, I mean, for the listeners that are listening, if you can see what we're seeing live, like, I'm watching, you know, you on the drums, you on the guitar, and you just, like, into it, like... What do you, do you guys work out? Like, how do you keep yourself in shape? Because you're obviously jumping around and you're just going at it. Like, you, do you guys have a workout routine that you guys do? Drums is my workout. Do you okay. even lift? <laughs> Moving a drum kit to and from the gig, playing. You know what? Gig. You have a good yeah, point. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I used to, you know, I used to do a lot of cardio. Um, and I realized, like, now that I'm in my late 20s, yeah. um, I probably need to bring that back. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's hard with music. I think a lot of people at the end of the day, they'll go to the gym. But for us, it's like we're always doing music. So it's like work and music and Everything else is just a luxury, you know? I call it walkie, yo. I'm walking from here to there, yo. Ken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, I, personally, I uh, I don't work out nearly as much as I should because the, the amount of gigs that I, I play right now are generally the most working out that I do. Yeah. Um, but we are coming up to the end of the show pretty soon. I'd love to hear, maybe we're going to get to like two more songs, I think, from you guys, if that's okay. Perfect with you in the meantime once again you can listen to the show online at wmnf.org you can listen to us live at wmnf uh, wmnf 88.5 fm and you can hear this show in podcast form wherever you get your podcast set that notification to let you know as soon as a new episode drops and you can listen to it anytime anywhere so without further ado i would love to hear another song from you guys if we can do that yeah this one's probably my favorite to play so this will be fun perfect our guitars still sound good, Mark? Cool. All right, let's hit it. This is Levitate. All right, take us there, Skitch. Track the decree, order the front line. This will be the last of my crime. Decimate the mind, rivers drown in peace. Levitate for me. Lights out when I heard you breathing. Lights out when I saw you leaving Lights out, I thought you were leaving town Hands where I can see Screamed out of fright We're all actors Frozen in stage light Decimate the mind Rebels drown in peace Levitate for me Lights out when I heard you breathing Lights out when I saw you leaving Lights out I thought you were leaving town 
Lights out when I heard you breathing Lights out when I saw you breathing Lights out, I thought you were leaving town to live music showcase here on 88.5 fm so that's pretty much our show we're rounding out the show here uh in just a little bit uh before we get before it gets away from me uh frankly we have such a huge crew behind the scenes here on this show uh there's so many people that are involved in in this show all of the different like roles that come into place we have a video crew we have a we have an audio crew we have people that are that are just running around helping everybody else it's amazing uh sound man mark sound mixer mark perfetti on the audio making everyone sound amazing in spite of any kind of technical difficulties that might arise he is the man our co-host today dj spaceship of waves of the bay every saturday night 10 p.m till noon until until midnight uh bob hoke is our video director richard stone is our post video production marcy connors and ed lehman are our camera operators today on the live stream thank you guys so much for uh making this bald head look a little bit less shiny i appreciate it (laughs) thank you so much brian van fleet and uh Micaiah Caldwell, Caldwell, sorry, board ops uh, for today. Our photographer is Chandler Collada, and Pamela Robinson is our audio assistant today. I think I got everybody. That should be everyone. So before we end up, before we round up the show, and I definitely want to hear a song from you guys to like take us out. But before we get into that, it's no coincidence that DJ Spaceship is on the show today, uh, because frankly, this is Black History Month. It's yeah. February, yeah. and while. I think Black History deserves more than one month. It is a good opportunity to to showcase uh, Black people and Black culture in yeah. a positive light, in a way that lets those talented and fantastic individuals really shine. So, with that in mind, uh, quickly, sort of quickly, but um, DJ Spaceship, yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on on that. Because, frankly, like personally, if I'm being transparent, it can be an uncomfortable subject for some people. You know, it can be it can be difficult to broach that subject, even if it's yeah. something that they support. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, Black History Month. I mean, me, I, I talk. I love, I love to talk. You know, like long walks <laughs> on the beach. Um, I could talk about anything, um, but I can understand how certain topics and subjects can be uncomfortable for people. Um, that's why I say you have to be able to have the uncomfortable conversations. Um, Black History Month is is amazing. You know, you get a it gives a chance for other people to find out things that they may have not known or never heard before. Like there's things that I found out about 
black history that I've never known, you know, outside of the Martin Luther's and the Malcolm's and, you know, the Sojourner Troops and stuff like that, you know, like the Benjamin Banneker, the, uh, the history behind who built the architect behind the White House, um, you know, even the architect that's uh, back in the 1920s, Paul Williams, um, who built houses and estates for the likes of Lucia Ball and people like that. And, they, you know, the different you know, adversities that they faced, but they still, you know, pushed through and made it happen. So, I mean, I just love being able to sit down and share, you know, my culture and my history and heritage with everybody. You know, if they're willing to listen, I'm willing to talk, you know, you guys out there listening to me, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's wonderful. And then the food, oh, my God, just, you know, just <laughs> y'all might not see it. I'm a fat kid on the inside, really. But I'm like, you know, just trying to keep myself in shape, not become a shape. Just enough. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I do be, get too big, then I'll be the number 10 for Halloween. You know, <laughs> Right now I'm the one. But if I get too big, I'll be the zero. And that's all the good food and stuff there like that. Is. But, yeah, man, it's just I just love it, man. Just being able to talk and share and educate and have conversations and sit down and, and find out about other people's heritage and stuff and history, too. You know, and, and on that subject, too, like personally growing up i grew up in missouri in mm. essentially in the early 90s and mid 90s you know as, yeah. a, as a younger child and then you know grew up but uh something i discovered as an adult was how whitewashed my my history uh you know in school yeah. was you know learning learning about things as an adult that i feel like i really should have learned about as a child right and I, and i really can't say how or why that happened the way it happened with whether it was intentional or it just happened that way but the reality is i think there's a lot of people out there that are like that too and i think the place where it starts to get uncomfortable is when you start looking back at the way you were when you were younger you start looking back at the decisions you made yeah or the decisions that were made around you that you didn't do anything about and you yeah. and you realize that maybe that wasn't the right way to go and the only way to improve i think is is to not disregard that history and disregard those experiences, but to take them and embrace them for what they were, yeah. and try to learn from them. Yeah. And, um, but I but I also like, I'm not the I'm not the guy that needs to be leading the charge. I'm the guy that needs to go. Okay, I need to learn. I need to learn from this. My mom, uh, we call her the mothership. Uh, she used to she she taught all of us uh, something that she called uh, C and C, um, character not color. Um, so you judge a person based on a character, not the color, because you. You know, you have, you know, just to say you have good blacks, bad blacks, whites, Spanish, you know, different races and colors and stuff. So if you're going to judge colors, then you have a lot of judging to do. But he who would not sin cast the first stone. So there's a lot of stones put to the side of my house uh, growing up as a kid. You know, like even now with my family now, it's like the United Nations. You know, we have I have an aunt that looks like uh, a Marie. Then I have a, you know, Latin people in my family. As a matter of fact, my oldest daughter, shout out to Damaris. Um, she's uh, she's Hispanic. So. And it's it's interesting, you know, to see, you know, you know, black comes in so many different cultures and, you know, just it's just it's just different, you know, so. And I mean, on that note, I, I don't know how any, any other way to end it, really, frankly. So thank you so much for being on the show, DJ Spaceship, man. It, man. Thank you for doing Waves of the Bay yes. 10 to tw- 10 to midnight every Saturday night. If you guys want to take us out with a song, we'd love that. Yes. Go for it, you guys. This, this is Live Music Showcase, WMNF Tampa. This one's for DJ Spaceship. Let it out and see 
the one thing that you are. Be 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 the one thing that you are.